guys oh what's going on welcome back to another wonderful episode of and before i even actually say esl podcast i want to just say welcome to my TOEFL independent essay course because this is where i put it at the very top i think this would be very very useful and to be honest with you i'm going to continue adding on things to the course to bring you more awareness like achieving sentence variety how to write relative clauses doing more micro lessons to contribute overall to the course, because I think it just kind of starts uh, towards like probably like at the middle of the movie. Okay. Given a movie, a metaphor, you know, if we were to look at this course, the writing course in general, it kind of starts in the middle rather than starting from the beginning and going to the end. So I'm going to help build this up. And this is one of those first lessons. Now, for the rest of you, thank you so much for tuning in to my ESL podcast and for everyone else who is watching. And more than likely, if you're watching right now, you are one of my coaching students and I hurry up and wanted to hurry up and do, well, did a lot of research and I wanted to hurry up and do this lesson because I think there are better ways to tackle some of these questions after doing research, especially the agree, disagree and what to write and how to write it. So this is going to give you a tremendous amount of clarity as well as the eight different essays you will have and how to go about answering some of these essays would be throughout the rest of the course, right? And so with that being said, the first independent question that more than likely you're always going to get is the agree or disagree. You already know about this. I put some different types of essay examples. And then at the end of eight of these essays are some tips that I created based on market research that I had done. And so this is the shocking one. With the agree or disagree, I'm going to give you this right here, okay? Normally, uh, an agree or disagree, uh, disagree asks you about an issue that affects other people in general, right? So for that reason, your reasons should not all be personal. So if I were to give you this example above, if you are writing an essay topic about A, okay, which is, do you agree or disagree with the following statement? All students should be required to study art and music in secondary school. Do you think it's okay to write? Again, I disagree that all students should be required to study art and musical in secondary school because I don't enjoy these subjects or from my personal experience, there is a problem with this statement like this because the problem that the writer is probably and typically gonna have is they're just gonna include all their personal preferences and from their own experience rather than the entire general population, right? You should focus on what is true for the group, for the group of people on the other end, not so much you, not what is just for you. All right. And so what I'm going to, and this is huge because a lot of you out there, I've been telling you, obviously with degree or disagree, you know, maybe you could put a personal example of this or that, but based on the research I've done, let's get away from this and let's make sure we do that with the preferential question, which I'm going to show you after this. And let's leave this one out and make sure that we talk about the general population as a whole. The task achievement will probably get bumped up quite a few points if we do that. All right, so let's go into the next one. So the next one is about the support and oppose question. All right, so again, you probably, you know, this is pretty similar to an agree or disagree. And I've given this to quite a few of my students already. And the question goes like this. It has recently been announced that a new re uh, restaurant may be built in your neighborhood. Do you support it or oppose it? Well, here are my tips for answering this, okay? You need to focus your reasons on the pros and cons of the situation. If you decide to support the plan, 
then your essay needs to be to focus more on the pros, but don't be afraid to mention the con, which I always tell you to do, right? Especially in the advantages, disadvantages and stuff like that. As long as you offer more pros for your reason and that continues just attack and although some people believe this and brrr, it's kind of like what we do obviously in the speak, the independent speaking task too, all right? So you could talk about how building the restaurant in the neighborhood will cost taxpayer, taxpayers money but it will be worth the cost because you feel it will benefit the entire community. If that's a way that you wanna open up your essay, fantastic. So then what's gonna to have to happen is you're gonna to have to talk about the benefits for the community. Got it? So again, not being afraid of mentioning, okay, this is going to cost people taxpayer money or you know, it's kind of like one of those speaking question threes where a spokesperson talked about the negative aspects of pots and pans these specific pots of pans that a company had made. And it was simply because, you know, they were expensive. But then after that, she listed all the pros. I forgot what the thing is called psychologically. But nonetheless, this is what you could do in terms of the support and oppose. Kind of like what we've been following this entire time. So let's go into the next one, the preferential question, okay? And with this and the tips that I have here, it's all about, they ask about your preference, not what you think it is best for other people. Totally different from the agree or disagree, okay? So from this, yes, you could put your personal example. You know what? Because to be honest with you, TOEFL Resources is one of those websites that says, okay, with agree or disagree and preferential, just include your personal, personal, personal. For example, for my life, my life, my life, my life, no, with agree or disagree, it needs to be at like at least 80% everybody else, Okay. And for preferential question, it's more about you rather than the general population, okay? So in saying that, now you understand how that's going to work. Now, we have the imaginary question, okay? The if, imagine you are preparing for a trip, you plan to be away from your home for a year. In addition, clothing, care items, you could take one additional thing. I'm, I mean, this is very rare. If not, they probably don't even do this anymore. But a way of tackling this type of question is again, going for the would and could modal verbs because we're talking about an imaginary situation based on the question, the if, okay? So in fact, the best choice, like I wrote here, is not necessarily one that you believe in most, but one that is easiest to write about, the easiest one to write about. And again, I've already told all my students out there, make sure you keep your feelings out of it, okay? So when you write a, a response, it's a hypothetical, it's imagine, it's an unreal situation, it's involving the obviously conditional two, three mixed conditionals and whatnot, and you need to be using would, could, would, could to focus on that, drive that point home, and you're going to be getting points with the if and imaginary questions. Got it? So the next one, description or explanation. So I doubt it. I doubt it. But, you know, these types of questions, they're very rare. How do movies and television influence people's behavior? Again, for the most part, uh, I don't know. And to be honest with you, who knows if TOEFL has already removed this question or the question above, but just in case they didn't, okay? Ways that you could go along with this is, again, it's the same thing. So if we look at this, for example, if you're writing an essay on topic C, neighbors are the people who live near us, obviously. In your opinion, what are the qualities of a good neighbor, okay? So qualities is the main focus. So what you would have to do is choose two of the biggest qualities, not make it 5,000 list of a bunch of vocabulary terms and qualities 
for that specific thing. Don't say, oh, well, I think honesty because of this. And then I think quiet uh, because of this. And then I think this because of this. And I think this because of this. And I think this because of this. Uh-uh, uh-uh. That's going to be a huge problem, okay? And again, talking about things impersonally, honesty, looking at it from, you know, different vantage points and just making sure you hit it off sentence after sentence after sentence, having that thesis, the supporting detail, and then going from there. Then we have three choice. This could be very rare. Just wanted to include that. This is the multiple choice. So one could be, uh, you know, one of these could be, which of the following activities do you think is the most beneficial for the environment? Commute by biking or walking, recycling, eating a vegan diet. And then obviously answering these, it could be a little bit more trickier, okay? You can also explain now why you did not choose the other options given one reason per option not chosen, depending on how you structure out your essay. Like body paragraph number one could be about, okay, the reason why I think eating vegan diet, okay, because the alternative to this is this, uh, one impact of not is this, and this could relate to, I don't know, one or the other, commuting, biking, or walking. Who knows? Okay. And then your second body paragraph. Okay. Another alternative would be, uh, you know, for eating a vegan diet is this, and this is because of this, and nobody else would be doing this. And, you know, just loophole the benefits and then going into potentially recycling. Who knows? You, it's okay to give a couple of negative reasons to why you don't believe commuting, biking, or, you know, I'm sorry, commute by biking or walking or recycling is, all right? So don't be afraid to do that too. Huh. And the, oh, this one is so good. Okay, so make sure you have a pen and pencil to this. Now, advantage and disadvantages, okay? If you're watching this on my course, you probably may have seen some of my videos in regard to, in regards to advantages and disadvantages, right? And you saw how I laid it out because that is very, very important to understand why I had that specific layout. So if we look at this, a company has announced that it wishes to build a large factory near your community. Discuss the advantages and disadvantages of this new influence on your community. Okay. And then obviously that needs to be right there. Got it? There are a few other ones, but let's look at this. What you need to do you need to have an introduction that gives an overview of the advantages and disadvantages and your personal opinion if the question asks you in your intro. Body A needs to discuss the advantages. Body B needs to discuss the disadvantages. Your personal opinion are not in body A or B. In the conclusion, you're going to summarize the advantage and disadvantage that you have stated above and then obviously restatement and then your personal opinion, such as what you saw in one, of the, in one of the modules you see on my course. Please keep that in mind. Please keep that in mind. All right. So if you ever saw and if you see me do that advantage and disadvantage to, um, oh, my God, what was it? God, I forgot what the essay was. It's in one of the top modules too. the first two modules. You're going to see it. That's what you're going to have to do. All right. The same thing goes for comparison and contrast. All right, so if we come down here to a comparison contrast essay, which is the last one, you give it an overview of comparison and your personal opinion, a stance like I always do. Then body paragraph A, compare and contrast both two subjects in one aspect, okay? Two subjects in one aspect, and then 
the two subjects in another aspect. All right, so uh, some of you may have seen some of the essay, the paragraphs and stuff and go down to the module and the comparison and contrast, you're gonna be able to see obviously some ways that I actually set up the paragraphs and how to do the compare and contrast. All right, and so with that being said, with those different eight essays, make sure that you follow this format. All right, because again, with the agree or disagree, I realize, okay, well, let's just take personal opinion out of it and let's do this. Advantage, disadvantage, compare and contrast, let's have this. There are different ways of tackling these essays and this is how we're gonna do it from now on. So with that being said, people, welcome to the new way of doing the TOEFL independent essay questions and I'll be seeing you in the next video. Over and out.